They are everywhere, right before you and hidden around the globe. From every nook and cranny, the world's weirdest, most bizarre, unimaginable, and dumbest moments are brought to you. From places all the way up to us humanoids, the world will never cease to amaze you. The Back Porch USA, TBP-USA, brought to you by Anchor.fm. Hello, Mr. Capel. What's going on? What's the good word today? The good word today would be alien abductions. Alien abductions, meteor showers, or, you know, was that a nuclear hurricane? <laughs> just exploding like in our country Have there been any, any more reports on any more fireballs in the sky nope not yet here's what i did yeah we got this tree that hangs over the pool okay yeah and this fucker it drops it's like i don't know if it's a it's like a spruce cedar type thing it's got them little fucking cheesy ass things that they don't they die off all year it's not just for you know fall. yeah well, it turns our fucking pool into a, just this nasty ass sludgy mess. Okay. And we went to have when I called the person to have them cut it down, and they wanted fifteen hundred dollars to cut down this motherfucking tree. Okay. So we went ahead and rented this little off-road man lift and decided that I'm gonna do it myself. DIY. Well, I don't know how it happened, but I ended up they've been sending me credit cards, man. So well I got this credit card and I really try not to use it too much because the interest will kill you. Yeah. So I went ahead and used the credit card and uh rented a thirty five foot lifting platform. Oh, you got a cherry picker? Not quite a cherry picker. I, th- there's a bunch of that more like uh fence would probably be easier to haul instead of going up and over the steps all the time. Yeah. About halfway about halfway down there's already they're already pulled halfway. If you grab oh. a pull in there it might help you out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Part of the deal was I was cutting the tree down and the kids were going to lug the shit to the fire pit. Oh. You remember back in the day, I remember this really well. 10, 11 years old, they taught me how to use an axe and a chainsaw, a riding lawnmower, and all this shit. Nowadays, you ask a kid to fucking use a push mower at 11 years old, he looks at you like you lost your mind and he's going to call CPS for a fucking child abuse support. <laughs> it's like a fucking lawnmower. Like, oh, really? I can hear you. Man, I, I, I got to say, Dad, generation. I wish I grew up in this generation. No accountability, no responsibility. You throw a fucking fit in Walmart, you get this fucking Snickers bar. My dad had me on everything except for the chainsaw. For some reason, he didn't trust me with the chainsaw. It might have been that Jason Voorhees mask he had. Ah. <laughs> Just a guess. Just a guess. No, no, he, to this day, he's like, nope, I'm not letting you use my chainsaw. Well, what chainsaw. I had, to go, I had to go to somebody else to learn how to use a chainsaw properly. Natural resources class, eleventh and twelfth grade. Exactly. Jack got college credits for that class. You were in that class, weren't you? Yes, I was. Next time, we're all in natural resources. It, it was, 
the first two hours of school was easy. We just trucked around the damn nature center building that winter survival fort. We got to use the chaps and learn chainsaw safety and blah, 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 blah. It's fun. Yeah. It, it, two, two college credits for that. So I could actually go to college for forestry and I have credits already. Yeah. You know, you know what, 20 years outdated, but you know. Yeah. And, and I mean, we're looking at what now going on, going, coming up on our 30 year reunion. How many, how many of us do you think would be left in 30 years out of fucking 46 graduating class? Well, I can tell you after seeing how a couple of the guys that we went to school with were just partying it up and everything, and I mean, I mean, really drinking hard. I don't think they got too many years left on their life. <laughs> you know, and Barnum's got kind of a dark haze over it anyway, but that's you know. tough, tough to take away. <sighs> And that's still a big ass, big, big, huge void, and it doesn't go away. We mine it every year. Yeah, I remember I, I was sitting in fucking boot camp separations. Yeah, like take it home and dodge a court martial for uh, supposedly falsifying application. But I never went to the doctor for no knee injury, man. Yeah, I was just gonna say, Mom, I guess some water, buddy. I, I was only last about 20 minutes, and I had to stop, then go back 20 minutes, stop, go back 20 minutes, stop. It was yeah. really nice this morning, about 8, 9 o'clock this morning. It was only a cool 75, 80. Rain sure sounds a lot better than the damn heat we're having. Oh, shit, right now. Can you hear me right now? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, good. Right now, well, it is one real feel, 103. It was 71 degrees this morning when I started doing this work. I, I'm doing the cutting, and the kids are supposed to be doing hauling it to the fire pit. And lazy ass decided to stay in bed all morning. So, what's happening? Nothing's happening. Exactly. Now they're bitching. Oh my god! Drink some water, drink some water and do it. Yeah, not that hard. I'm doing the same thing. Work 15, 20 minutes, drink some water. Work 10, 15 minutes, drink some water. I mean, just because it's hot doesn't mean that you just go ahead and, uh, you know, just sit in the house all day. I mean, imagine the people doing work on the damn roads and stuff right now. Oh, yeah, no kidding, right? That's why a lot of states, they do road work at night. Yeah. Yeah. And Texas is big on that. They'll do road work during the day if they have to, but most of it goes on at night. Well, for two reasons. One, there's too many idiots during the day. Yeah, one is the traffic, and two, it's the heat. (sighs) If I have to, I'll I'll go ahead and grab the the water jug, bring it outside. With some ice and I mean, what what else is there left to do? I got I got literally, literally he drug three branches about maybe six foot long each, trimmed down. The boughs ain't even on, just a straight ass about six foot stick, about four inches diameter. He got about four of them drug out, and now he's been in the house now for going on five minutes. So in twenty five minutes altogether, 
is pulled three, four, I count five branches. And that was actually two trips. He brought, got a bundle of three the first time, which they're smaller. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think I would be on the verge of uh, locking the doors and saying adios, amigo. Have fun with doing that. My dad used to have me out picking rock as punishments. Either it was uh, you probably don't remember back when Dad redid the lawn and ha- had everything torn up. This is back in probably it was the year that you showed up, I think, in, in Barnum. So what was that like? Ninety between ninety four and ninety five. Well, you might not remember. That. My dad got tired of dealing out corporal corporal punishment to somebody who laughed at him. <laughs> so yeah. he did. well trained on that too. <laughs> it's not even painful alright go ahead it's not even painful anymore just find something else to, to punish me with and uh, he sure did for that summer and the summer after every day I was out in the field picking rocks out of the field I remember that I got to help you in 10th grade yeah you came over and helped didn't you I hated it I remember um get bored and I'd sit there and throw rocks at my brother. <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> okay. I remember I don't remember what you did, but I remember all weekend we were moving wood from one side of the shed to over by the burn shed. You had the wood pile over by the, the little man cave sheddy thing on the by the end of the driveway. Well, the house he had the wood shed and there was some stuff piled behind that shed we had to move that to up underneath the uh covered part by the wood stove and i remember it was cold it was fucking snowy yeah i mean it was winter it was minnesota we had <laughs> i mean i am trying to remember because yeah normally dad wouldn't have me have me hauling wood in the winter time he's he'd be having me haul it during the summertime so to get it during the winter time, I must have done something fucked up. Yeah, because he had uh, when you walk in, I want to say you'd be looking at the wood stove, and off to the left is where all the dry wood was stored. Then we had some on the right hand side. Yeah, it wasn't much, but it was just enough to really aggravate you. It, I, I, it's something to do with the car. It's something to do with the car. Oh, I'm sure it did. You had that little little green two door. You had the white four door. That's who you were. That's where you're getting the green two door from. That was my mom's car. Yes, and you used it many times. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. You dragged yeah. me from the little store to the school, and I beat your ass with the sixty. 60- Buick LeSabre. <laughs> first, I went to the end driveway, and you turned in the first driveway. Oh, I remember that. Man, I think that's what you got in trouble for. Probably. I think, I think that's why I was there helping, because I, I felt bad. <laughs> I was antagonizing you. <laughs> Nobody, my parents didn't realize how bad of an influence I was on people. Yeah. I'll never forget when my dad threw you out of the house. <laughs> he, 
is you're always nice kid, always polite. You love to have your rumble, and you had that fucking rat hanging out of your pocket. <laughs> you seen the little rope hanging out of your pocket, and he goes, "What's that?" The little Max. Yeah, I used to take Max everywhere, dude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> My dad's like, uh, "Leave that thing at home, please." <laughs> Never brought him back. That is, I I used Max out of getting out of a out of a ticket one night. I think you might have been with. We're not going to drop na- uh, names other than that. No need for last names. Uh, yeah, you were with, and we were split out of school, just bats out of hell. And I went tearing out, and I was I was driving the white tempo at the time. We had alcohol still in the vehicle from the party that we had that weekend. So we're taking off. We were going to Mattawa. Go down, used to be. The main 110. drag? 110. We took off. We're going down the hill. Didn't stop for any stop signs, got pulled over, and the cop was like, "What? What the heck is going on? Why you? Uh, why? Why? Why did I? Why do you think I pulled you over?" And I was like, "Well, you probably pulled me over because I was speeding, and on top of it, I didn't stop for that stop sign back." I said, "I tried to stop, but when I was stopping, my rat bit me, and I just so happened to have Max on me." And the cop was like, rat. He's looking around. He's like, boys got any alcohol in here? I'm like, no, no, there's no alcohol in here. I'm serious, but my rat bit me. It got got startled. He goes, rat. I don't see no rat in there. I lifted up my hoodie, and there on my belly was Max. Just chilling, sitting on my lap, cool as a cucumber. That cop got so frustrated. He's like, well, well, next time, don't bring your rat in the car with you. And he was like, can I touch it? Yeah, you can touch my rat. I do remember going the wrong direction on uh, on the freeway offering for uh, Carlton. I don't think you were with on that one, Dave. You might have been with. It was right. It was right after the night I got my driver's license. We we all got to go to the arcade at the casino. We were leaving the casino, and instead of turning on sixty one, I accidentally turned on to the off ramp for the freeway. We were about halfway up the off-ramp when all of a sudden there were semi-lights coming at us. And I had to throw that fucker into reverse. I I felt like I was in the movies, dude. I threw that fucker in reverse and whoa, we're flying backwards down the off-ramp. Stupid things. Stupid shit we've done. Oh, the whole fucking UFO thing's coming back full force. Yeah. People are, you know, getting let out of the nut because they got locked up because they swore up and down they seen a UFO. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. I could have been misinformed, but it, it was about a month ago that there was news that the United States government was going to come clean on the existence of UFOs. I think they already did. Pentagon. Well, it's- statement just just a, a month or two ago yeah well, i have not gotten a chance to read that i'm gonna have to look it up ain't got something little green men come to our door yeah they released some proof and all this and they uh vertical takeoff aircraft they never know well 
Well, we know the United States get, made them. Oh, yeah, considering the uh, technology they got in 1947 in Roswell, I'm surprised we ain't further ahead than we already are. Yeah, I'm moving into the studio to pull up some strange news here. See what we can find to yammer about. Well, here's the first one. And it has to do with bed bugs. Bed bugs are very nasty. Nasty little critters. And ooh, I hate them. I hate them. I always check for them when we go to hotels. I'm always on the lookout for bed bugs. This lady sets her car and herself on fire while trying to kill bed bugs. A Metro Detroit woman accidentally set herself on fire while trying to kill bed bugs she found in her car, according to authorities. The 31-year-old Pontiac resident was taken to McLaren Oakland Hospital for treatment of second-degree burns following the incident Tuesday evening. The Oakland Sheriff's Office said... The 31-year-old Pontiac resident was taken to McLaren Oakland Hospital for treatment of second-degree burns following the incident Tuesday afternoon. The Oakland County Sheriff's Office said deputies responded to, to the scene in the 1200 block of Perry in Pontiac at a at around 1.40 p.m. Tuesday to assist the Waterford Regional Fire Department with a vehicle fire. With the help of the OCSO Fire Investigation Unit, officials said it was determined that the owner of the vehicle had a panic attack when she discovered bedbugs in her car. Why? What? So you're going to burn your entire car to the ground. And in the long run, also... But seriously, why? Why? I don't understand. Why, why are you taking fire to your car to get rid of bud, bed bugs? Is this person not thinking? Are, what's, what's wrong with their brain here? I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. I hate bed But you don't see me... Lighting everything on fire at the same time. If I find a bed bug. It says that in a hasty attempt to kill the infesting insect, the woman poured rubbing alcohol inside the vehicle and lit it on fire. According to the sheriff's office, in the she accidentally set herself on fire as well. There are no updates on the woman's condition as of Tuesday, no other injuries were reported. Ay, ay, Set herself on fire all because of bed bugs. I don't get it. Anyways, going on. Everything is anti masking, virus this and virus that. I don't give a fuck about that. I just want to rent. I don't want to hear that our president is this or that. I just want to hear, sir. I just want to hear your strange stories and your stupid news. How do you like that? I don't sing in front of people. Florida man. Florida man is back. I wish I could show you this picture. In fact, if you're listening and you're a friend of the Back Porch USA Productions Group or the Back Porch USA page, 
on Facebook, either one, they're both on Facebook, then you'll be able to see this device this guy came up with. This is Florida Man all together. Florida Man washes ashore after trying to walk to New York in bubble device. A Florida man startled beachgoers when he washed ashore inside a hybrid bubble running wheel device. The guy made this thing all by himself, and it looks cool as shit. I wish I could show you on here. Uh, that's one thing that Spotify is going to have to work on is the ability to post images in discussion on Android. Hurry up and do it. Anyways, the man identified by locals news channel as Riza Balucci washed ashore in Flager, Flagler, Flagler, Flagler County on the east coast of Florida on Saturday. He was inside a barrel type device which appeared to have flotation buoys attached to each end. The Flager County Sheriff posted photos of the strange vessel on Facebook. And I am reposting it on my Facebook. Again, that's the Backport USA Productions Group or the Backport USA. Production Group has more uh, action going on in it. The Backport page itself is just a personal blog and... and Occasional outlet. Anyways, the occupant advised from the St. Augustine area yesterday to head to New York, the sheriff's office said, but came across some complications that brought him back to shore. The U.S. Coast Guard was contacted and arrived on the scene to take over the case and ensure the vessel and occupant are USCG compliant. For their safety moving forward. Fox 35 Orlando reported that Bellucci's aim was to run to the north, northern U.S. or Bermuda. Bellucci instead ended up 30 miles south of his St. Augustine start point. My goal is not only to raise money for homeless people, raise money for the Coast Guard, raise money for the police department, raise money for the fire department. He told the TV channel that they are in public service. They do it for safety and help other people. Well, that's pretty darn cool. He added, I will show people anything you want to do, do it. Don't listen to anyone. Chase your dreams. The Sun Sentinel reported that Bellucci was forced to turn back after he discovered that some of his safety and navigational equipment had been stolen. The equipment has been recovered, and Bellucci plans to resume his journey once the weather improves. Well, hey there. I hope you had a really good time tonight. I know I did. It, did. it was great as always. Thanks for tuning in to the Back Porch USA, TBP-USA. By the way, did you know that the squiggly line is called a tilde? I didn't. We're not going to use it. Don't forget that you can get a hold of me at thebackporchusa at gmail.com as well as reaching out through facebook.com 
backslash the back porch USA or the Facebook group the back porch USA productions group you can also leave me a voice message on anchor.fm backslash TBP hyphen USA for your chance to be featured on a future episode the music that was used in the introduction was provided by audio lib it is called dragon and toast by Kevin McLeod with that being said Ellers out. I'll catch you on the flip side.